Hello there, and welcome to episode 35 of Unknown Regents Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and with me, sort of, is your other host, my son, Colin. Yo, what's good? We we are, for once, not together in the basement like we normally prefer to be. It's not for once. Because We've done this a few times. I know, but the vast majority we've done together, yeah, actually yeah. together. Um, but you had a weekend. Yes, quite. <laughs> you were quite, 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 quite busy. I feel like every weekend we is like that now. Well, I mean, it is the last few the last few. school, yeah. so I guess that's what happens when you're the big time music major in college yeah i guess i suppose i suppose what is happening but okay we're probably on borrowed time because i'm afraid my earbuds are gonna die so <laughs> we're gonna do a short one just, this time <laughs> we're gonna try to like get this done and we're gonna go right into it because yeah earbuds on borrowed time i feel like uh all right so the bad batch episode three entitled replacements Mm. Right. Not the replacements, like like the band, yeah. <laughs> just replacements. For sure, for sure. And um, just a few little like production notes about this. It's not even necessarily about this episode, but a couple of things I saw on Twitter. Um, at Kiner Music, which is the Twitter account of Dean and Sean Kiner, Kevin's brothers, oh, who also work with him on, on the Bad Batch uh, score. Okay. Tweeted that they were they have been working on the finale already. I'll just read exactly what it said. Of the said, show? Been working on the... F- yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It said, been working on the finale of hashtag the Bad Batch. Quick question. Is it normal to be working on a cue so hard you start crying? <laughs> Please. So I was like, wait a minute. Do they mean they're just like, like, because I live with, I live with a composer, guys. I, I know that sometimes the work makes you very, very emotionally distraught. <laughs> Want to be composer, maybe, but. So I w- my immediate thought was like, wait, does that mean like they're struggling or does that mean the finale is making them cry? Bro. I don't know. It could be either. Ooh, that makes me nervous, bro. Could be both. That makes me nervous. I know. Okay. Okay. So then Jennifer Corbett, mm-hmm. exec producer, I believe. So probably showrunner, I would title her, of The Bad sure. Batch, subtweeted them back at them and said... I have no idea what you mean with a halo emoji. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So, I don't know what that. What do you think? So, what do you think? What do you think? So now, nah, no, no, I'm afraid because I don't know. Yes, it's a kids show, but as we're going to talk about in this episode, it's it's it goes some to some pretty dark places. They mess it around now. It appears. They ain't messing around. I know they're messing around. Mm. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what to think, actually. But I saw that on the Twitter and I knew you would be interested because it is um you know, coming from the composers. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm uh, very intrigued. Yeah. I'm worried and intrigued. But um 
Oh, one other little tidbit about the soundtrack. They announced that oh, yeah. two Bad Batch soundtrack volumes are on the way. Volume 1 is Ooh. dropping on June 25th, and Volume 2 is dropping on August 20th, which I guess means the finale will be sometime in early August, I would guess. Dang, that's not that um, far, to be yeah. honest. I hate to think of August, then that just means our summer's over. I don't like that. Yeah, true. Dude, every time I hear about like a deadline or something, it's August. I'm like, bro, are we really just going to skip three months? Like, why, why, why are we just going to skip three months? <laughs> like... Uh, I want to relish in those months. I don't know. But this this summer is going to be lit. I sure. Well, it certainly can't be any worse than last summer. <laughs> no. <laughs> at, least, at least we'll all be vaccinated and we can actually maybe go out into somewhere and see a person. Did perhaps? last summer maybe even happen, people? dude? Last summer. I don't even remember, I mean, dude. <laughs> last summer, I was pretty okay still because you know introvert Mm -hmm. i i could sit i could sit home 90 percent of my time and i'd be probably pretty okay and have not had tons of problems okay quarantine and stuff like emotional problems yeah um so i just remember last summer being super chill and we all just hung out and i was okay with it like we watched a lot of tv we watched a lot of movies this is my preferred uh, occupation anyway that's true <laughs> so I was that's okay. true but anyway we digress um yeah yeah, yeah. we gotta stay, stay on so topic yeah. today we're, we're, we're on topic today today seems like the show is gonna end sometime early august okay okay and that we're gonna cry <laughs> great uh okay so they're doing that that oh, corral and then the bang oh yeah yeah as the opener it, like there's no there's no more um uh, Tom Kane voiceover or yeah, anything which... like that. It's just. Are you sad about that? Oh no no no! I actually like it because it's an it was a nice handoff. Like that was a great was. great way of taking like a Clone Wars trope that's so icon mm-hmm. i iconized i iconized. What's the term? Um, Iconic. Well, like the verb form of it. Like like that whole opening sequence thing is like oh. so iconic. It was a nice it was a nice handoff to a new series. Like it's not this is not Clone Wars. That that was what I got. Kind of the vibe. This is Agreed. the new thing. Like Which, this is this is a spin-off of Clone Wars. So we're going to put this right at the beginning just so you're aware that this is this is characters from Clone Wars jumping bro tracks basically. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, I like I like the corral and I like the band. It's just, you know, it's its own thing. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Rogue One. Oh, yes, it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same kind of type of thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right in the thick of it. Um. Yeah. So let's just get into the content of the episode, but I'm trying to remember what the very first scene was. And I don't know why I can't remember what the very first scene was. It's when they're in the spaceship. Oh, so it's them. It's not... Yeah, oh, right, right, right. It's them and They're not, flying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because we had, we had A plot and B plot in this mm-hmm. episode. Oh, yes, which I like. Me I too. like that. Okay. So, yeah, they are on the ship, which, by the way, has a name. It is called the Marauder. Oh, my. Yeah. Why is it called that? I, I don't know. I um, 
I was on StarWars.com, and there was a bunch of sh- episode notes, and they, in fact, call it the Marauder. So that's like if I had a oddly... bottle of champagne, I would smoosh it. But oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the Lego sets are coming, bro. Oh, I think they're already out. Actually, oh, maybe I might okay. be wrong about that, or maybe that was an email saying this is coming. I don't know, but you have a whole bunch of Legos upstairs you haven't even built yet, so I ain't buying any anymore until I you know. do. Okay. So they're on the ship, and, uh, you know, Omega, my husband Wrecker, Hunter, mm. Tech, and Echo. They have left. Yep. They have left Crosshair behind because he's being a douche. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, there's like talk, talk, talk. We find out that Tech is building a scanner to test the functionality of their inhibitor chips because he wants to yes. because he wants to prove or he wants proof that their chips are defective in some way, which is what they suspect that the reason they didn't uh, respond to Order sixty six is because their chips are defective. However. Um, there's this whole thing in this episode where my husband, Wrecker, is holding his head a lot and saying that his head hurts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this could be a couple of things. This could be like, because he He's says turning. He, he, he said he hit his head in the in the, their ship crashes on this moon. So he said he hit his head. Well, I'm not buying that at all. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, he did hit his head. You see it. I know, but I just think it's, it would, it would be a little, uh, I don't know, kind of bad writing, maybe? I don't want to say that, but if it doesn't have something, if it doesn't have something to do with the chip, and they're putting it in an episode where we just found out that Tech is building a, a scanner, a chip scanner, I don't know, I feel like that's misleading and maybe not the best writing i don't know the okay. the fact that it was happening we right, shall see we shall see do, i mean was that your uh yeah i assumed it had to do with his inhibitor trip maybe he got wrecked or something i don't know i really don't know it's or, very early to tell what's or going on. it could be that i am so freaking paranoid that lucasfilm is gonna kill yet another one of my favorite characters for no reason that um I'm i don't think he's gonna die paranoid I don't think he's going to die. If anything, he might also turn to Crosshair's side. Oh, no. That's what I'm thinking. so heartbreaking. They're making him into the most soft, sweet, just caring, loving. They would do that, though. They totally would. Oh, they would. I'm going to not. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want that returned. I'm returning it. No. Um, okay, but let's talk about the gonk too. Oh yeah. Yes. The gonk has a name. I also found out from StarWars.com. <laughs> Get ready for this. Okay. <laughs> Gonky. <laughs> Whoa, dude. The gir- the dirty gonky. So yeah, okay. So just a back, just a background. Oh. <laughs> we live in a town called Algonquin. 
<laughs> and we people who live here call it the gonk. Yes. So the we fact the that which oh my gosh, excuse me, that's gonna be on the mic. Um, <laughs> dude, I was so excited when I found out in the prequels that there were things called gonks because my friends all called it the gonk in like middle school and stuff. It was just like so stupid, but now well, now that- people. When I tell people here at school about Algonquin and how we call it the gonk, they've now adapted the dirty gonk. <laughs> the dirty gonk. Well, so, now there's now he we can start calling it <laughs> the dirty gonky. <laughs> yes, the dirty gonky. Oh, dude, I'm hyped. It's so funny, and it's it's interesting though because you know how usually there's a there's a central droid, you know, like mm-hmm. Chopper and Rebels and <gasps> dude, if, if it's a gonk, dude. It is. I mean, that's their onboard little buddy. It's not yet. The gonk has to go on a mission with them. Then it, it is. It goes on every mission. What are you talking about? It's always there. But it just there. on the ship. It's just chilling on the ship. That yeah, yeah I, kn- I know. But, like, Wrecker uses it to do bicep curls. Like, they show this gonk droid yeah. all the time. And this time, yeah. she was using gonky. Like, gonky was turned over on his side. And she was using gonky as, like, a Bro. headrest. Or headboard to a bed of her bed on the floor, and the little feet were like kicking around. It was very cute. I liked it. I love gonk droids, man. Gonky, gonky for life. Well, I'm just saying he, he he better go on a mission with well, them. Is all I'm saying. Okay, but then gonks are pretty he's slow one of the greats. moving. One hundred percent. But dude, that's what I'm saying. That'd be so funny, man. <laughs> it would be funny. He's not very. He's not the most useful onboard droid okay. I've ever seen. You know what, man? You know what? You're talking what? like you're talking like one of those clones that are talking bad about the Bad Batch, man. You're talking bad about the Gonk Joy. You think the I'm Gonk Joy doesn't have special ability? Droid. Yes, you are. You just did. I lo- Gonky. I just said Gonky for life. I you're love Gonkus now. You're Gonkus, bro. <laughs> you're not How dare you? <laughs> All right. This is not called <laughs> Gonky Regions. Okay, we okay, gotta okay, okay, we gotta okay. move on. All right. All right. Because I told you, my ear, I don't think my earpods are going to last very long. You know how Clashing Sabers... Oh, by the way, shout out to Brandon Boylan for coming on the oh, podcast hey, Brandon last Brandon Boylan. Um, you know how they run like multiple podcast branches? Yes. We should run a branch called the Gonky Podca- Podcast. I'm sorry. That's stupid. <laughs> I don't yeah. know that we'd have a ton of content, honestly. No, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> there's, not enough, there's not enough lore yet, but there will be. No. Though. Okay, all right. Okay. So this was, there's a lot of technical talk during this episode. I felt like lots of technical talk, both on the ship and back on Camino, where they're talking about, you know, doing more experiments and stuff like that. It's a, This episode seemed a little uh, sci-fi heavy to me because there's a lot of technical stuff going on. Oh. Um, which is fine. Totally fine. Yeah, I just interesting. I haven't thought about that. I just had to keep rewinding to figure out like what are they to a capacitor does what now? Like I didn't I don't know. So Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Which can what? I add something really quick? Yeah. Do you remember last episode I was talking about how Omega is the symbol used for ohms, which is the measurement of resistance? Yes. You cannot tell me. You can't tell me, bro, that it was not a coincidence 
that this episode they're talking about capacitors a lot. Capacitors are like another like there are kind of like three devices that are used in basic physics. You got resistors, you got capacitors, and you have um I oh. guess I mean wires are simply put I mean there are other things I guess totally, but resistors and capacitors are like huge like like the the building blocks of wow. everything. No, that's very Physi- interesting actually. Yeah, huh. dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, sus, I'm I'm glad you're around that. to tell me these things because otherwise I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not like I've, I haven't taken an entire year of three physics classes that I'll talk about the same thing. Yeah, like, that is true. You do have it on the on the brain kind of a lot. I got my... Yeah, I can show you. Hold on. I got my... Oh, wrong mic. Never mind. I, I, I'm going to make noise with it. Never mind. But I got a bunch of circuits right here. Oh, yeah. Right here. Okay, quick technical question actually right now. Um, okay. So my little... My little um, gauge is showing that I'm getting to just to the orange, but the actual sound waves makes it look like I'm clipping constantly. So what should I be paying attention to, sound person? Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> are we keeping this in? <laughs> uh, yeah, just answer my question, though, real quick. Uh, oh, oh, um... I mean, you should be paying attention to the size of the waves, first and oh. foremost, if they're too high. They're pretty um, high. You're probably going to have to <laughs> fix it. No, 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 that's okay. Just turn, <laughs> just take the, okay, you see, you see, like, the color, not the the bar, the green. Yeah. That one's Just take fine. that circle. No, 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 no. Take the gray, take the gray circle and move it to the left a little bit, over and right. over until it's loud enough. Okay. I mean, it's fine. I'm ta- I'm saying, though, the sound waves look like they're constantly clipping. I mean, just that's fine. I can fix that later. Okay. Just if it in fact are is they clipping. are they good now? I mean, I can back off. That's fine. Yeah, you should just back off then. Is it better to be Let louder me. or better to be quiet? Quieter. What's easier to fix? <laughs> uh, it's easier to fix being quieter. Oh, okay. Well, I'll back off then. Okay. okay. That would that that was the episode uh, within the episode <laughs> technical. Oh, no talk between technical regions the technical regions yes okay all right let's keep going so capacitors oh wait no there's a guy named tech in the bad batch that's tech talk tech talk with colin dude tech talk with colin perfect yeah these capacitor things are just kind of like you know something they needed to put into the story i know i'm breaking your thought again one more time but i should have said this at the beginning of the episode so yes i am in the city right now there might be sounds that you people are hearing that I can't hear right now because my mic might be really sensitive. And I'm right next to a window that is to the outside of a very busy college street. So you might hear people yelling. You might hear car horns. Just like my apologies in advance. I I, I don't have the patience to like, go through and get all of them. I feel so. like I heard a car horn just a tiny bit a little bit ago, but I don't think people are going to care too much. It's fine. Okay, I'm just um, saying, because I don't want people to think that I'm lazy and I'm not doing it. I'm just... I, well, it's not like it's I'm a t- constantly barking dog or something. It's an occasional Yeah, car. It's fine. Okay. All right. May I proceed? I'm sorry, yes. Yes, I'll be quiet. <laughs> okay. So they they have they have a little chat about how their the capacitor on the ship is um, broken and needs to be replaced. Because apparently they got shot at and there was some... There was some battle-y stuff going on when they were running away from 
whatever planet that was they were running away from last time. Which yeah. I forget already. Okay. I can't remember. So they have to replace this capacitor thingy. And there's a <laughs> yes. moment... There's a there's a tense moment where Omega pulls out like this big box and she's like, oh, maybe it's in here. And they all stop and look at her because she has pulled out Crosshair's weapon kit. Ooh. She's touching Crosshair's weapon kit. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, but then there's this very interesting little conversation when when, you know, they're literally talking about how crosshairs betrayal um they're they're kind of making sure that we understand that they all believe that it was his chip that that it wasn't really him doing that it was it was because of the chip the inhibitor chip and that influenced his betraying them so they really it's really inter- it's very interesting bro the Dude, show I'm- wants us to think that that's the case i know we discussed this last week with brandon about how yes, he's like did. mm, he didn't really buy into that that it's all chip um but the show is wanting us to think that it is because they keep talking about it you know what i mean i mean it's a focal point right now but if they do it right dude I, I'm pretty sure I said this last episode as well. My thoughts about like the direction to which they're gonna take the whole inhibitor trip thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if they play their cards right, man, this is a good story in the making, dude. If they play their cards right, it's very interesting. Like, I I agree. I think. Um, well, why don't you go ahead and say what you were saying? Yeah. Um, when we were watching it, you made a good observation. Oh, dang. Ah, you're calling. You're calling well, no, no, no. Out, bro. Like you were just saying, you were about to say it. You were just saying how um, there's this lag time between the clones and the stormtroopers, and you know, for a long time, people were like, "Wait a minute, how did, how did it? What's the story there?" Because it obviously, at some point, they're not clones anymore because you have you know, women and you have all different heights and, mm-hmm. you know, like all, they're clearly not clones anymore. So, mm-hmm. um, you were saying like, that's cool. Like you're very interested, <clears throat> oh. excuse me, in that transition period between clones and troopers basically. And how that Oh occurred. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely interested in that. I mean, that's just some, that's just one of the hundreds of things in the Star Wars franchise that kind of just happened and wasn't explained for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm always excited to hear about that stuff. I like I like when like loose ends are tied up that are not very important. That that's kind of my favorite when, well, when that happens. Plus, clones and troopers are your jam. So yes, I mean, dude, dude, I'm living my best life. But um, but no, I mean, the thing I was getting at was specifically about what they're doing with the whole inhibitor chip thing, and I'm what I want to say is I really, really hope that they are thinking, the writers are thinking of the inhibitor chip as a metaphor more so than a Star Warsian thing that happened that they had just have to work into the story. Um, well, I hope so too, because, you know, I live for the metaphors. Because it would be such a good, it would be such a good metaphor. And I, and I also talked about how... What do you want it to be a metaphor for? <laughs> oh, just just freedom, like free will, like the constraint of free will, I suppose. 
And like, yes, that's what it is. But I feel like if they if and they're making it a focal point, so I just hope they're making it a focal point for the purposes of this idea of the freedom aspect of things. I don't so know. So you want the Bad Batch to be devs, basically. <laughs> basically, yes. You want uh, everything like to be devs. <laughs> no, okay, listen, listen. Um, but no, I mean, I was talking, I think, last episode about... Also, I'm trying not to be too loud, just because I think my, my apartment's acoustics are so bad, it's really echoey in here. But I, I, I think with Omega, man, I can foresee potential force stuff. By the sure. way, since we're not in the same room, you can mute your mic if you have to blow your nose or whatever. They can't hear it. And I won't be able to hear it. Right. Um, but they <laughs> were able to hear me tip. say that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. Anyway, sorry. If there is a force component that is introduced to this show, also be sure to unmute. Don't be dumb and don't I, unmute. I'm. Everything is fine. Okay. Okay. Don't okay. worry. Um, <laughs> Except for me like, clipping I think every time be... I open my mouth, but that's your problem. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I think it would be cool if the inhibitor chip was compared to the Force in a way in which I'm headbanging right now. You can't see me. I, yes, I in love a way that. Yes, in a way in which Omega knows that she has Force abilities. She knows it. Whether okay. She either know, she either knows it and isn't talking about it because she's embarrassed of it. I don't or think she, she knows it. Doesn't know it and she's going to learn that she does have it during this season. That I truly believe she has force powers. I really do and I think that I'm very much you know, that's totally that just way. A, Yeah, mean, it's a fan theory. I mean, I really don't have any evidence besides the the gunshot that she shot that was really lucky, but and the animal thing was kind of sus. But anyway, that's ahead of our sus. episode. It's all very sus to me. But, like, we've never seen that perspective, bro. We've never seen it. It's always with people who are Force well, users where it's like, oh, you can use the Force? Oh, yeah, okay, train, I mean, to, train to learn how to use the Force. And Ray clone, was kind of close. A Force-sensitive clone. Oh, that too, dude. That too would be just awesome. Um, but she, but I want to see that development that goes in the opposite direction where, like, she needs to learn that it's a gift rather than... A curse, just like all the other clones in the Bad Batch had to learn that their gifts were in fact gifts and not curses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just think that'd be so cool. Now, with the inhibitor chip, she does not have one, correct? We don't know. I don't think. Oh, we don't know? I mean, she didn't uh-huh. respond to Order 66, but that doesn't mean she doesn't have one. Okay. Because the other okay. guys have one that's just <sighs> not... It didn't respond. Dude, that's fishy, bro. It's very fishy. Yeah. Very cool. I'm 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 very excited about this show. Like I might I be too, very disappointed to find out that oh no, she's <sighs> just a clone that they gave a lot of enhanced um talents to, which is fine. It's fine. Sure. But she's just such a cool character. But to have to let a go force, in the wind like that, dude. To have a force sensitive clone, I feel like is just a much more interesting take. But we'll see. Bro. That'd to me, so it's more cool, interesting, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, too. To me, too. I like anyway, the character so, a lot. Anyway, I mean, they, they went ahead and made um, made her appear to be a girl, so that's cool. I mm-hmm. still really like that they did that, even if she's not Force-sensitive. Yeah, totally. Um, 
Okay, so uh, shortly after that, it goes back to Camino, and we meet Rampart, who I knew was yeah. coming because there's an action figure that I saw, oh. and I'm like, oh, so I guess he's going to be a big, kind of a big character, I guess. Okay. Um, so I kind of like that character, to be honest. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, he's a good foil for, um, not a foil, but just like, he's a good sounding board for telling us what's up in the current, what's, yeah. the, what's the current, what's the state of the galaxy mm-hmm. as far yeah. as the Empire goes. Um, so he and Tarkin are talking about, you know, they still do not want any more, they don't want new clones, they want to recruit like grassroots recruitment yes of troops and they drop a little they drop a little name called project war mantle indeed sir, that is indeed. what this initiative is it's all this recruiting new some new people um which of course immediately because because I learned my lesson I learned to go back and watch the part of rogue one Mm-hmm. Where they're rattling off all the projects. That's one of them. And oh, that's yeah. one of them. So. Oh yeah. Little shout out to Rogue oh, One. Oh, that's not. That's the second Rogue One shout out, dude. Definitely confirmed that the intro was on purpose. Definitely oh, confirmed. Then. <laughs> it's not definitely confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> no, it's confirmed. Okay. Okay. If you say so. That ain't a coincidence, dude. It's not a coincidence. These people get paid to do this. It's uh, not a coincidence. All right. All right. All right. I can't I can't say it wasn't on purpose, so mm. you you can believe whatever you want, honey. <laughs> I don't believe. I know. Okay. On purpose. Okay. So yeah, they they just don't they just don't want any more new clones. They just want to recruit new blood because they feel like those soldiers will be loyal to the cause and not just programmed to be loyal. Like Yeah. Like if you can get if you can win over hearts and minds, that's better than just having um, pre-programmed clones, I guess. In, in their opinion, yes. But but well, it's then, also a better face for the empire, you know. Right. Yeah, I I can't I honestly can't say I disagree with this plan. Like I I think I, I think they're right. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry, if Bob. We're talking, if sorry, we're talking Bob Bergen. politics, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> But I think they're King, right. King Bob. Okay. By the way, we have just already devolved into calling um, uh, Lavasu Bob. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, it's so just, funny, he's man. He's Bob. Okay. Dude, he kind of sounds like Bob, too. Like, if you just listen to him, oh, he yeah, kind of sounds like Bob. I can very much hear, I can very much hear Bob in there. It's no so problem. funny, dude. Just talking to Tarkin, just Bob. I know. There. Bob is totally talking oh. to Tarkin right now. That's so weird. Yeah, but okay. Can I? Can I? Can I add something really quick? Um, the flavor I was getting from that conversation, like okay. that whole like subplot thing, and especially like when the Kim and Owens were talking to each other in the hallway, and like all that, like that vibe, mm-hmm. was very, very prequely political to me. I don't know if you got that vibe. I literally have the very next bullet point on my notes. This PT type political struggle between the clones versus recruited troops is cool. Dude, I love it because <laughs> it's it's perfect, man. Because 
the prequel movies, I love them. But if I had to give one criticism about it, it would be that it was it delved way too deeply. If it was for kids into the nitty gritty politics of what was going on, mm. I'm sorry, it just kind of did. For hard me. disagree. Okay, for me, challenge the children, make them understand that okay. everything is politics. Challenge the children. Oh, okay, okay. That's a fair way of putting it too. But I don't know something. Something about how it was handled in this episode was very nice. Maybe maybe it's just you know what I might be biased and maybe it's just because I like like clone politics I guess and mm-hmm. troopers and stuff. Totally possible that I'm biased in that way. Um, well, but you I don't like know. what you like. I guess, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I love. Sorry, it. I don't. I, to, I, don't I don't mean to sound. I don't mean to sound like you shouldn't. There shouldn't be any politics. There definitely should. But you know, sometimes when I watch the prequel movies, it feels like there's a lot of it. Um, because there is. All. I mean, yeah, yes. that's why I More laugh so than at the sequels, though. That's why I the, laugh at people that say keep politics out of Star Wars. I'm like, I, I don't uh, have you. There yeah, are three whole ass well, movies that are nothing but politics, bro. Like, what are you talking about? I know. Um, well, yeah, people who say that are like, okay, but but I'm <laughs> all I'm trying to say is, I guess when when I remember, I remember back to watching the prequels for the first time. And when you know the original trilogy so well, like I did before then, you kind of get... You have to take some double takes when you watch the prequels. And that's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Um, But for this episode, I got that vibe. That's what I'm trying to say. I got the vibe of having to double take and be like, oh, we're talking about, like, government stuff right now. (laughs) Politics stuff We're talking about politics. It's very interesting. We're talking about um, the military we're talking military. about how are they gonna, f- how are they gonna economy essentially? I mean, uh, well, the of. economy of the Kaminoans for sure. Like their entire yeah, economy re- relies on the Empire wanting more clones, and they're not happy about the fact that mm-hmm. Tarkin's Very like interesting. clones, schmones. I really hope <laughs> I Tarkin. I, dude, I wait, wait, wait. Clones, schmones okay. in quotes underneath Tarkin, comma probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right you can call that that's the name of this episode clone schmoes. Clone schmoes. um no but i was gonna say i really hope the empire does not kill the kaminoans man and i i have a bad feeling about this they might dude they i really might do. do it i have a bad feeling about it not bob bro i know don't oh my kill God. my boy don't kill bob <laughs> uh, I really have a ve- I have a very bad feeling about it. There are some Truly. bobs in pop culture we would like dead, but not that bob. No, not, not that, that bob. bob. Yeah. Um, okay, so but the here's the thing though: they're recruiting these new people, uh, new soldiers. But Rampart is like, let's use the clones that we have left to train all these new recruits. How about that? And Tarkin's like, mm, well, lo- let's see, let's let's just see. Uh, so let's um, let's let uh, Crosshair take these top of the top of their class recruits that we just we just got. Um, and they're and I really 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 need um, Sagarera dead. So let's see if they can finish what. Uh, the uh, The Bad Bad Batch Batch could not not finish. So they decide they're going to send them off um, to take care of that. 
with Crosshair as their leader. Also, I want to mention there is a synth music cue that I feel oh. like that I feel like is Crosshair's little motif. Perhaps. Perhaps. Even if it's not a motif, the use of this synthy music mm -hmm. um, that they keep dropping whenever like he's having like on screen or just having a, a moment and there's a little bit of that type of synthy stuff in season seven of clone wars too like right before order 66 i want to say um, oh there's some of Good that catch. it's okay and it's badass and i love it i love the little synthy cues that i think are crosshair yeah, related they're slowly trying to bring the synthesizer into Star Wars sound, man. <laughs> slowly well, but surely. Well, at least on the animated shows, they sure are, because I know they used it in the Clone Wars. I, that's where I remember it from. Like, that's why I was like, wait a mm -hmm. minute. I know that sound. <clears throat> well, I'm saying The Mandalorian, this, Clone Wars Season 7. Oh, well, Mandalorian for sure, yeah. Ludwig but you know just what's insane, dude? insane on his own for that. You know what's insane? Honestly, I, I'm not going to say... I, I know this is a fact, but I don't think synth a synthesizer was ever used. I mean, okay, the synthesizer might have been used to create the sounds of trumpets and strings and whatever that you're hearing in the original Clone right. Wars series. Right, but it wasn't like score. synthy. Like, you know? like yeah. wah, 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 you know what I'm talking about? Like electronic, electronic oscillators. Like, that's what we're talking about, really. Um, so it's very cool. Talk a lot about electric physics, by the way. But I was going to say, hold on. I was going to say, uh, it's very interesting because little bit of Star Wars musicology for y'all right now. The only time the synthesizer was ever used in Star Wars was in Star Wars Episode Five for a long time. And it was only in one scene. And just in case I know, like, I know you know, but people listening, uh, it's the scene when Luke encounters, I guess, himself in a Vader suit uh, in Episode Five in the tree. When he's on Dagobah, you can hear. It's very obvious. It's not really hidden. No. It's very obvious. You kind of get this high pitched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's there. That was a, that was a duet by us, by the way. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Our, our it's very good. It's very good. Yeah, but you it's know, cool. it was in the eighties. Star Wars Episode Five came out in the eighty, so the synthesizer was a thing. Uh, and you know, I I just assumed John Williams was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna throw this in there," but. It was a long time, dude, until that was used again. And the first time I noticed it being used, I guess, I honestly, I didn't even notice it in Clone Wars really too much. I noticed it in The Mandalorian, obviously. The, Man mm -hmm. the Mandalorian was a stark, stark change in orchestration. Um, but you, know, you kind of know what I'm saying? Like, the sound of the synthesizer is so, like, we all know it. The synthesizer is used so much today in, in music and in film score. I mean, Hans Zimmer... Uh, Tom Hulkenborg, um, Hilder, of course, dude, like, like loves using synths, um, but this is such a nuanced thing for Star Wars now, like, the sound of one, it's crazy, mm -hmm. man, like, when you hear it, it's like, whoa, it like, it stands out. It does stand out, otherwise, I probably wouldn't have noticed it, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to bore you, but I do like the music stuff, you know? Well, so. and then, there's kind of a... I made a lot, a bunch of music notes for this episode, <gasps> oddly, but there's, I, I like that they're using that obvious technological music, if that is Crosshair's specific little motif, 
it makes sense. It's like, okay, well, of you're course. born from technology and you've got this chip in your head and it's messing with you and it's cool. I like it. I think it's in I think it's weird that they're not using that for the rest of them though. Well, I mean, they're definitely Like it wouldn't make sense. They're softening them. Sense. They're all yeah. the, they're the dad batch and they're all softies yeah. now because they have a, That's a true. child. There's even there's that one musical cue in this episode where Omega says something and she like runs off and you get like that Finding Nemo. Yeah. It's like, dude, what the heck is this? Okay, this is so lame. let me bring this up because it's right around this time in the episode where both of us were like, oh, was that the OG Imperial theme that they used? Mm-hmm. When the, it's not the entire thing, but it's like a almost, it's almost it. When they introduce this first elite squad of recruited soldiers, it's that I'm not even yes. going to attempt to sing it. You can sing it if you would like, but it's like the the imperial theme before the imperial march. It's like from episode It's like super Tchaikovsky. It's the Arabian dance thing. Well, if you if you want to go back and listen, I don't have a timestamp. Because <clears throat> I didn't close, jot it down, dude. but it's right around. It's right when they're walking into the hangar to meet this new squadron of yep. uh, recruited soldiers. So mm-hmm. you can look into that if you would like to. We're probably yeah, sound, just sound check things. us, dude. Okay, so um, back to the back to the moon. It is a moon, not a planet, where they crashed. Yes. Um. There is a creature. <laughs> I like this creature. I like this creature. I'm a fan, I'm a fan also, dude. It's weird. Big fan of a creature for just a new creature for any reason. Oh, yeah. But yeah. um they create this very Empire Strikes Back moment where there's something outside messing with yeah. the ship and they're trying to repair the ship and um there's even a jump scare. They got scare. gas masks on. <laughs> there's even a yep. jump scare when the creature like comes at the windshield of the mm-hmm. um of the ship and it scares omega um just like they scare leia in the in the um 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 um, um. help me out help me out big worm in the wo- oh um <laughs> space worm no that's a name <laughs> i don't know <laughs> dude oh i've had a day guys okay i've had a <laughs> i ran you, a f- you wouldn't know the name anyway I would, though. I'm going to know it as soon as I'm trying not to think of it. I'm an idiot. Don't at me. I know I'm stupid. I can't. I have no <sighs> recall, okay? I ran a Rage 5K. I was very angry. Oh, wait. Isn't it I ran the, my butt um, off. And now my brain is Exogorth? Yes! Exogorth? Yes, yes. Exogort? It's Exogorth, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, thank you very much. Okay, but yeah. anyway, it was... And then the gas mask thing. Like, they're definitely... Like mm-hmm. teehee, little Empire Strikes Back love for yeah. all of you guys. Um, so this this creature though, it's called an Ordo Moon Dragon. Dragon. Oh. It's a dragon. dragon. <laughs> okay, here we go, man. Go, take a, take us back to the early days of Unknown Regions podcast where we talked like for hours about dragons. Let's just do that. I mean, I don't really feel like we need to do that. I'm just saying they named it Dragon. Oh yeah, that was. A... 
in my opinion, that is a big red flag. Like, pay attention. We're talking about mythological creatures here. This this thing. There's something metaphorical going on here. This is my yeah. take. I'm probably okay, nuts, but that's my take. Um, <laughs> here we go, man. But you don't name something a dragon. Like, there's a there's baggage that comes with that. You know, especially when it's like not a flying animal because it's like okay because you because you're doing that then for a very specific like it would be very easy to call like a big animal that breathes fire a dragon because like those are dragons but like this thing does not look like a dragon that we know no you know, in, no in, in it mythology. looks more like like a dinosaur like, like a cat or something like a cat slash dinosaur lizard thing <laughs> okay but but here's the thing about it though okay they crashed on a moon the moon is feminine. That's just the way it's always represented in mythology. Dragons. That's facts. Represent masculinity. Typically. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So we have a dragon living on a moon who, who consumes power. Indeed. So let's not just pretend like this isn't metaphorical because it clearly has to be. Like you don't I just mean, drop yeah. a you just don't drop a dragon on a moon and then have this dragon radiate with light when it I mean come on. Come on. Yeah, that's just too nuanced to not be you know, metaphorical. Especially if it's energy, power like you say. Like you know, if Filoni, if Filoni wasn't involved, maybe I would think okay, they're just like making something whimsical, but Filoni's involved. So yeah, yeah, gotta be. You know he he loves he loves a creature he loves an animal and he is the creator of the Pergils, which are are literally flying space whales that have hyperspace capabilities and they light up like come on, this is all very rubble. This whole creature. Why thing. does he like animals so much? He's just an animal lover. Is he has he like just said like he loves animals in real life? Yeah, well he's a wolf fanatic. Like yeah, a okay, fanatic. right. He loves a okay. wolf. Okay. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> well, we already talked about Wrecker's headache and how I'm just like I put in my notes Wrecker's headache. Nope, I'm not happy about it. Um, <sighs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just I'm worried. I'm worried for my husband. That's all. Um. Anyway, this Ordo Moon Dragon wants to. It consumes power, so it's after the capacitor, and it took their new capacitor, and that's not good because they can't fly without it. So um, there's a little debate about who's going to go after this dragon. Um, Wrecker stays behind because he's continuing to have this headache, and. Um, Tech and Echo, I guess. I don't remember why they say they're going to stay behind. I don't remember, actually. Probably to just fix the ship. Maybe. Um, but anyway, it ends up being Hunter and Omega that go after the dragon. So we have Prime Dad. He, I feel like he's. I feel like he's Dad Prime of all of them. Okay. <laughs> Wrecker's making. A, Wrecker's making a good argument as to why he should be the Prime Dad, but I feel like it's hunter for now <laughs> okay you think so wrecker should be the prime dad i think he's making a play oh he's no a play dude for it. disagree he's trying to be 
the big hero in this episode, to be honest. I think Tech should be the dad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I think, I don't think, I don't think I'd want him to be dad prime. Tech is I'm by far my favorite still, by the way. I Oh, so many people's favorite. So many dude, people. Dude, I love tech, dude. Tech is a lot of people's bias. I'm just, there's uh, nothing yeah. wrong with that. There's no wrong answer. Really okay, no okay, answer. wait, didn't we go, you know, we, we did this, where we went through our bias, bias mm-hmm. record and whatever? Yep. Well. Yes, we did that last time. Has it changed, though? You know, I always have to report if there's a bias change in any way. Did I have <laughs> crosshair on my list? I don't think so. I think, I mean, oh, you dang. really like, you know what, you're more OT, I'm sorry, you're OT5. I'm just saying. You like them all. Like, you don't oh. really have a super strong bias. I feel like you're going to be flip-flopping. Which usually means you're OT5. You like them all equally, pretty much. Dude, I'm scared to tell you the truth, bro. What's the truth? I think that is that would be the case. But I think Wrecker is probably the lowest list on lowest Ugh. on the list. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. I'm just not a fan of cutesy stuff. That's all. Yeah, but I like a dude who does his job, and that is exactly what Tech does. He does his job, though. He does okay, his but record, job, but and also... He's bumbling. He's bumbling. <laughs> he bumbles. You know what? You know what? You're bumbling. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. I'm That's noticing fair. a pattern with you. The okay. clone that reminds me of you... All right. The, the the BTS hey. member that reminds me of you, you're like, ew, hey. no. Now you're doing the same what thing What do you mean Wrecker. he reminds you of... Re- I am not like Wrecker, dude. <laughs> How dare you? I'm smart. Who says Wrecker's not smart? How dare you, sir? How dare you well, imply that my okay. husband Wrecker is not smart? Okay, but I'm calculated, though. He's not calculated. Can't deny that, huh? Can't deny that. This is a stupid conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Just talk, man. Just talk. I'm going to sit well, here. Who's your bi- but who's your bias this week? Has it changed? Oh, Tech is still my bias. No. Okay, still Tech is still your bias. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Wrecker is like he's only gonna, getting more like and more my bias. I like Wrecker in this episode more so than the other two. He's he, he's moving up on my list. But, he's so um, funny. Like, he had that moment where he, him and Omega are strapped into the ship as they're crashing. We're going to die. We're going to die. Sitting side dude. by side. We're going to die. We're going to die. And she looks at him like, oh, my God. And he's like, I'm, we're going to be just fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's he's pretty so funny. funny. It's pretty funny. I love it. Again, reminder, but, all played by the same guy. Why are we even arguing about which I one's know. the best? Because it's all oh, true. DBB. You're right. Got to stay. I got to focus on that point. Um, okay. Anyway, continue. Back please. to the episode. So, yeah. uh, Omega and Hunter go to track the dragon that has the capacitor. Um, and she asks Hunter if she could learn to track like him. And that's where he like explains to her, oh, but clones have like enhanced abilities. That's mine. Um, you know, he's kind of implying that. I mean, you can learn how to track, but you're never going to be as good as I am because I'm enhanced. And that's my talent. Yep. Um, and then she again, again, we get another statement of, uh, you shouldn't be bad at crosshair. You can't help it. 
like, okay, I get coming through loud and clear. We shouldn't be mad at Crosshair. He can't help it. I got it. I got it. You don't yep. have to keep saying it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they're trying to track this thing. Uh, something happens. Hunter Hunter's mask falls off. Does the creature attack them? I can't even remember. Yeah. That. Okay. It gets yeah. the. His mask comes off. It, he passes out. Oh yeah! It takes the light, the light, um, the flashlight that they have, I believe. No, 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 not yet. Um, oh, that doesn't happen yet. <clears throat> but anyway, the point is, Hunter's knocked out. So it's up to Omega. It's do or die time. Either, either she's gonna do it on her own. Like at first, she's like, "Oh my God, we need help," and she's trying to call for help. No one's answering. Um, then. She says, you can do this. Exact quote, array quote from The Force Awakens. You can do mm. this. You can totally, do this. totally, yeah. Like, the whole, my whole point is, <clears throat> it, I'm, I'm that meme right now. The connections. I, I see the connections. <laughs> <laughs> You're like. <laughs> There's so many connections well. to Force users with Omega oh, yeah. that. Like, in this episode alone, she says that. She um, basically figures out how to deal with this animal, which is very mm-hmm. Ezra-like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying. If it's she's sus. a Force user, or if she's a Force-sensitive, all these clues are making me think super much that she's Force-sensitive. Um, yeah. But anyway, she says yeah. to herself, you can do this, you can do this. She takes the flashlight, and she goes down into the lair of the dragon. To some sick soundtrack, I might add. Oh. That music bangs, particularly, I thought. Oh, I need to revisit that banging music. Oh, yeah. I can't recall. <clears throat> it's, like, more suspenseful than a lot of the stuff he's written. Like, it's really good suspense music. I don't know what it is, but... Oh, did you mute? <laughs> yes, would you stop talking uh, okay. about me muting? You're negating right. the point of me muting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the people um, don't know that I muted. Okay, all right. Dope. Um, all right, so we gotta go. We gotta go back to. Um, yeah, let's get I it. Forget the name. I forget the name of the planet. They're going to find Saw. Um, Dude. Oh gosh, know. darn it! Andron. Woo. Oh nice. Wait a wait a oh, fire yeah. neurons. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Okay, so let's just <clears throat> let's just. Oh my gosh. Mute. Sorry. Kidding, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you. Okay. <laughs> let's just let's just say it. Um, Are you unmuted? Yes, I'm unmuted. <laughs> See you thought for a second you were. So I did look just I have to check for you, bro. Okay. Um so Crosshair and these new troops. Uh there's there's some tension between one of the one of the new troops and Crosshair because um, he's basically saying we don't need no we don't need no stinking clones around here. We can handle this. And of course, Crosshair is looking at him like I'm gonna freaking kill you so hard in mm-hmm. a minute. Um, mm-hmm. He did not like him. Uh, mm-hmm. So they go. They find. They find the civilians, and um, they're trying to get evacuated to wherever Saw has gone. And they basically take out. They go to the, town, man. They take out the pilot. They take out um, 
what appears to be a lady who they question and say, do you know where he is? And she's like, no. And I wouldn't tell you even if I did. And Crosshair doesn't even hesitate. On kills her. <laughs> kills her real good. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, And then, so it, it appears that all the like military types they took out easily. So all that's left now are like ladies and old old people and innocent civilians <laughs> and <clears throat> you know this this troop this new trooper who i don't think has a name i wish he did so i could call him by name but right crosshair's like let's take care of the rest and that dude's like what are you that's no we're not just gonna kill civilians we need to bring them in and crosshair's like nah <laughs> good soldiers follow orders nah. um and he kills that trooper, and then he orders the rest of the troopers to kill the civilians. Everybody dead. Yes. All dead. Oh, man. Dark hey. AF. Hey, dude. Hey. Eye-opening moment for me. I was like, okay, yeah. this is this is how it, it it's really going to be like this? <laughs> dude. This I remember before I watched be? the episode... I remember before I watched the episode, you were like, Colin, you're going to like this one. <laughs> well, because you're really always good. like, there's not enough tension. There's not enough, you know, you can't oh, really, yeah. it doesn't really feel like they would, you know, kill main characters because they just don't go that dark. Like, Rebels did not go that dark. And that was one of mm. your kind of hangups with that show was it was a little too um, fuzzy and there was always Sweet. a buffer there was a buffer and it was palpable like they were not going to go beyond right. a certain point and clone wars did get violent sometimes and sometimes shockingly too so shockingly to so like sometimes when as a mom when i was letting you guys watch that yeah like, what in the it heck was, is this yeah there were um, there were there it was a lot of neck breaking it was pretty rough to be honest <laughs> neck breaking <laughs> i'm serious there's a but, lot of neck breaks. I think this was the moment where they were they were ready to say, listen, we're kind of not messing around here. Like, this is, yes, it's an animated show, but this is much more, has much more the flavor of the Clone Wars than Rebels. If you're going to, mm-hmm. if you're going to put it to one side of the continuum or the other, it's close. We, we have no problem, um offing a bunch of civilians like they don't they didn't show it show it because it is a kid show but i mean that was they a, never do that was a lot of murders now that crosshair is responsible for yep um and good soldiers follow orders i love i know a lot of people don't like that they're taking that nostalgic phrase that rex used to say as like an honorable thing and they're t- they're turning it upside down and making it uh very sinister uh, but i kind of like that i kind of yeah, like that they're mean, doing that it's good for writing, me, it doesn't dude. it doesn't take away from the way they used it you know rex used to use it as like well, a, a pride dude, thing you know be proud we have proud been that in we're this, we have been on this trail since last jedi since the moment there was that conversation between DJ and Finn where they were like, when he was like, good guys, bad guys, made up words, man. Since the moment that was in the uh, in, in the public eye of Star Wars-ness, of just the, the, the story, 
that's a theme. It's a theme. Like, the idea that you can take it one way, always look at the good guys, always look at them, they're doing the right thing, but then you also have to respect that the other people on the other side think they're doing the right thing. So, right. I mean, I mean, there was that conversation that they had that those soldiers were having in, like, the... I don't know what room this was. It looked like kind of like a med bay where, like, they were getting tested or whatever. I don't know. Um, oh, right, right, right. The, um, the elite forces but, were having, like, medical tests. I totally glossed over that entire scene i forgot to even write no that's okay um i'm no that's okay i'm calling him back but that guy's like yeah the empire kind of gave me a roof over my head that's the one thing that the republic didn't do for me like that is clearly a theme bro and you can't get mad about that i mean again that that is a theme that has been around with us for three years now i don't know when the last Jedi came out but like come on man you, you that that's that's some woke star wars theme stuff like you 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 gotta understand the present case it yeah. is, um, it's, it's like we have talked about in the past, like they made, they made the original trilogy to be very black and white, good guys, bad guys, yes. definite line in the sand, yes. and you're either a good guy or you're a bad guy, or you're Anakin and you're the only one that gets redeemed. And yes. then, you know, the prequels really took that and flipped it upside down, like it was like, Whoa, wait, wait, wait. You mean, wait. (laughs) What? Yoda's making bad decisions? What? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I've talked about before how many years it took me to accept that. It really took Mm. me a long time to accept that, okay, the Jedi are not great. Like, they were not. They they really screwed up everything. Mm -hmm. They made every bad decision they could have possibly made. So, yeah, I love this. I love this gray area. I like that they're flipping yeah. the good soldiers follow orders. I like that scene, and I'm mad I didn't write it down, and I apologize. I'm glad you brought it up about the troops talking about. And this, actually, I know I don't think you really watched Resistance too much. No, the not show. Really. But there is a character on that show. Her name was Tam, and that was her that was that was her story in that show she was mm. maybe my favorite storyline um and they actually um i guess we can just we're almost to the end of the episode anyway um when when crosshair comes back after this the mission that they've completed yeah and they go back yeah. into the bunk area where him and his friends used to sleep oh. yeah and now there's all these other people sleeping there he sits down on his bunk and takes a pause yes just like callus does in rabel and rebels just oh is that a thing yes callus has a moment exactly the same he sits down on his bunk it's after that episode where he and zeb kind of they get shipwrecked on that place and they have to work together to get rescued Mm-hmm. Um. After that whole ordeal, that's how that episode ends with him sitting on his bunk, just kind of looking down at the floor, thinking, "Wow, um, I'm having feelings. <laughs> maybe I'm in the maybe I'm on the wrong side." Tam has that a very similar moment in Resistance too, because she she flips to the Empire, like she goes and trains yeah. with the Empire. I think I know this character. Pilot. I remember. Um, yeah. So, 
they're having Crosshair do the same thing. And there is synth music, by the way, when he's doing that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. But, yeah, it's uh, like connecting the dots one more time. Like, yeah. those dots are there for a reason. They want us to think about these things. Um, okay, so back to the back to the moon. Uh, like I was saying before, Omega goes down to the dragon's lair. A, a girl going into the dragon's lair to chase the the um dragon that eats power it's i'm sorry i i love when stuff yes it's lit it's it's lit bro it's literally lit the animal lights up um but she is having an ezra i hope you're muted (laughs) we are i'm sorry we are the entire We are the entire circus of clowns today, technologically, and I'm sorry. (laughs) I apologize. Um, So she goes down into the lair, and she's kind of, like, figuring out. The animal is kind of acting like he's going to attack her. Doesn't. It doesn't attack her. Um, She's very scared. But it's almost like she has sort of a... She kind of comes up with this idea, like, okay... this thing just wants this capacitor and she's holding a flashlight and she starts swinging the flashlight around and the and it's like it's like the the t-rex in jurassic park you know like when when they're like look at the flashlight look at the flashlight and then they throw the flashlight <laughs> so that the oh yeah i wonder if that was on purpose the flashlight. it's very very similar like immediately i was like it's a t-rex um anyways <laughs> so she throws Snips. the flashlight the dragon goes after the flashlight, so she grabs the capacitor and boogies out of there. But we see the dragon, like, basically absorbing the power of the light, of the flashlight, and it's lighting mm-hmm. up, and it's, like, kind of pretty and very oh, Pogol-esque. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, just, if she's not Force-sensitive... I don't know why they're doing this kind of stuff, you know? They're playing games, bro. Yeah, they're playing games. They're if playing she's not force sensitive, I I've been toyed with, and I'm I will <laughs> put on my clown paint and accept that I was wrong. <laughs> the clownery love. <laughs> it's the clownery love. Okay, so speaking she, of, when are we getting Delaney on the podcast? What's she getting on here? Um, I don't know. Maybe sometime soon. Nice. She's liking the show, so. Um, oh wait, really? Yeah, she likes it. Has she watched the most recent episode? I I think she's caught up, and I know I, uh, Dad's <gasps> caught up too. He said, "Lit, bro." They're both. Oh yeah, Dad it told me he likes it. Dad Dad told me that he likes this show so far better than Mandalorian season two. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, "That's kind of statement." Ooh. I was like, "Bro, I don't." That might also be my two cents as well. Dep- like next two episodes, if if the next two episodes are as good as these have been, I don't know, man. I feel like it's gonna be hard to maintain this level of interest for me. I don't know. We'll see. If like I said, if she turns out to be force sensitive, and there's all kinds of craziness going back on, going on in Camino, and there's just like and the. And crosshairs going off, and Wrecker's got a problem. Like it could get hectic, hectic. <laughs> hectic. And I imagine I like, Wrecker's I, a force I, user. Uh, no, 
<laughs> um, but anyway, she she gets the capacitor. She escapes the lair. She finds Hunter again. And very interesting. Oh, yeah. She had taken his blaster. She took the flashlight and the blaster when she went down into the lair. And um, she tells him specifically that she got the capacitor back from the dragon because that was the mission. And she didn't even have to use the blaster. So she's showing like she's just showing so much potential humanity to the clones, you know? Yeah, she's just oh, it's good. It's good. The show's good. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm I'm really 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 into it so far. Um. So back on back on Camino again, we get this conversation. This was the conversation you were referring to earlier between Lama Sue and Nala Say about how Uh-oh, they're going the to way. fix fix their problem. I'm what? sorry. the The club like next door just started up, so I'm sorry if you can <laughs> I hear can't, that. I can't hear anything, so I think it's. Fine. You're not hearing um, my mic. Uh, I guess that's true. Well, if there's a little, yeah. ns, ns, ns. <laughs> there might be. Might be a party. Wait, we got a party vibe now. That's fine. I'm podcasting in the club. Hey, yo, bro. <laughs> We're almost done, so okay. You can go. You can go party in a minute. Lamasu <laughs> and Nalase are having a problem, and the problem is that the Empire don't want their clones no more, and they apparently that's this was the wrong. prequel vibe. This was the about. major prequel vibe we were talking about. Yes. So they're having yes. a discussion. Nalase explains that they're the original DNA, Django Fett's DNA, is degrading. So if they were to make more clones, they can't really use that anymore. It's degraded. Um, and it is heavily, heavily implied in this scene that they have one enhanced clone at their disposal. The rest are gone. And that's Crosshair. So, to me, I think it was heavily implied that they're going to use his DNA to create more additional superior clones. Oh, by the way, I think it's dope. It's sad, but it is kind of cool how throughout that entire scene, the Kaminoans never refer to the clones by their nicknames, which we always call them. It's just like clones, the enhanced right. clone, the enhanced clone. Like it's it's interesting, man. I, I, it's they, such an interesting perspective. They're businessmen. Like that's literally all they do. Yes, they represent. Well, capitalism. I'm sorry. Basically, I mean. That's oh yeah, what they're dude. Representing. Let me um, take that back. Bob represents that. The other <laughs> one, I forget her name. She has potential yeah. to be humanistic. She does again because we've seen her help the bad batch get away like if mm-hmm. if she was really only interested in heart you know like harvesting their dna and stuff then why would she let the like omega especially she helped yeah, omega totally. get away so interesting like it's almost yeah. as if it's almost as if she doesn't want the empire to get their hands on omega because why because if she's her little side science project that's off the record and she's force sensitive, that would be very bad. Yes, that would be, <laughs> that would be very bad. So, so 
yeah, there's really interesting things going on in this show Truly. and all the different plot points in my opinion. Like I almost feel like I don't want to say I'm more invested in this plot rather than the other plot cuz I literally, I really I got a lot about the other plot out of it too, just all the well, it could all be um, tinfoil hat, you know, sure. stuff about metaphorical things and force users and whatever. But um I liked both plot lines like I but but this whole intrigue political intrigue going on 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 Camino is I don't know it's rich cool. rich with possibilities bro like again it is so prequely and it's delicious I love it yeah yeah it's cool okay so they talk about this next phase quote unquote um where they're going to try to yield some more superior clones using crosshair so that the constri- conscripted soldiers don't don't make clones obsolete because that's worst case scenario for them basically mm-hmm. um so again it makes me think about omega like was she nala say's attempt at a next phase ah and is the empire gonna find out about this because i feel like they're tr- they're gonna try to justify rise of skywalker plot lines as often as they can because they're just trying to salvage that whole film basically um, right right in the eyes of the fans so I, I again and it's it's in mandalorian like all this cloney stuff is all over the place and trying to make you know i mean snoke is a thing snoke mm-hmm. was a product of experimentation and he clearly had force abilities so i feel like again with my crazy map behind me i'm i'm connecting these <laughs> dots like Again, if she's not force sensitive, what is all of this about? Right, um, right, right. Anyway, uh, cut to the very last scene. And um, <clears throat> Omega and Hunter get back with the capacitor and they fix the ship and everything's fine. But Wrecker has been working on a project while they've been out. Because <laughs> he's the best, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they're just setting you up. They like making you think oh. that he's the best. Oh, Star Wars, I hate you. Yep. Yep. Um, he has, because because there was some talk at the beginning about how poor Omega doesn't even have a bedroom. Um, and she's lying on the floor, leaning up against the gonk droid. Like, that's how she's sleeping, on the floor. Wrecker, I guess that, is that like a gun turret? That little area in the ship? I can't what tell. What is that? To be honest, I can't tell. I, f- I would bet. I mean, that's kind of what it looks like. Um, yeah. Like a weapons, little weapons bay or whatever. Well, it reminds me where Grogu's staying, you know? True, but that was like a little, like a little, little, because he's so tiny. Yeah. Spot, but Wrecker has basically remodeled what kind of looks like it might be a, a gun turret area of the ship into a bedroom for Omega. <laughs> yeah, I know. So pure. Sobbing. Sobbing. Yeah. Um, so Project Make Wrecker into the softest character ever is proceeding <laughs> as planned, but he has weird headaches, and we don't like that. Project Gonky. <laughs> Project Gonky. Uh, 
Gonky's probably really excited that she got a room so she doesn't have to sleep on him anymore. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh Oh, and she But okay. He, he gives her a little stuffy too. I don't know if that's Lula or if he just did he also make her a Lula? I don't know. Did he give her his Lula? I'm not sure I if know. it's the same. I one. I have no idea. I think it's the same one. He gave her Lula? On top of it? <laughs> I don't do it. It seems like that. Yeah. And they really pulled the heartstrings. She's like, I've never had my own room before. And they're all looking up at her. Like, you're part of the team now. So we love you. I love you Someone's going to die. Someone's going to die. Well, I'm very nervous. I'm very nervous after Someone's this violent. Gonna... Yeah. Violence episode. Do you also, think Crosshair is, is going to kill one of them? Do you think Crosshair is going to kill one of them? That would be dark, dark. That would be crazy, dude. I don't think he would be redeemable at that point. I really don't. Let's talk about let's talk about the potential redemption of Crosshair because this is going to come up later because it always does. They are going over and above telling us none of this is his fault. You know, like that. Yeah, yeah. They have a problem. Like they can't just, they can't just let a villain get redeemed. They always have to make it, quote unquote, not their fault. Yeah. It's kind of annoying, honestly, (laughs) at this point. Because, and you know, it always comes back to Ben Solo for me. They gave, like why... (laughs) If they're going to redeem everybody else in the whole freaking galaxy, like, you know what I'm about to say? Like, okay, is Crosshair going to have to pay for his redemption with his life then? Because that's how Star Wars rolls most of the time. Or is it that, oh, we have shoved it down your throat that it's not his fault, so maybe he doesn't have to pay for it with his life then? Like, ah. Yeah, it's a tricky thing. So is being emotionally manipulated and abused your entire childhood and teen years, that's not good enough to let Ben Solo have redemption and live, but that is <laughs> going to be good enough for Crosshair? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> or I could be positive about it and be like, okay, well, they're going to redeem wow. Crosshair. That just leaves the door open at some point like if you people are going to accept that crosshair is redeemable and ben solo is coming back is that what you're then, saying then it should be acceptable to people that ben solo come back and live dude this should be a we should rebrand this podcast like we should do a thing where every one of our episodes contributes more and more to the theory that ben solo is coming back like like our entire <laughs> catalog is just like start to finish from from the beginning till now supporting evidence that's it that's all we do well, here's the thing too. I don't know if we even talked about this in our in the other episode that we when we covered the pilot that that episode with Kanan, little baby Kanan slash Caleb, yeah. basically completely invalidated a a Kanan Jarrus comic book, which told a different story about what happened. To yeah. him and his master. So, um, 
you know, invalidate away as far as I'm concerned. Go ahead. Invalidate away. Because that just means we can eventually invalidate Ben Solo's death <laughs> and bring him back. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, that's that's anyway. a fair point. We don't need to talk about Ben Solo anymore. You're going off just... on a... Yeah, this is the soapbox right now. Soapbox <laughs> out. Okay, we are ben at Ben box. Ben Solo box. We're at an hour and 20 minutes, which is the shortest episode we've done in a very long time. <laughs> so let's close it out because, again, okay. I think my AirPods are not long for this world. Yeah, I just got a notification saying I got 5% on my phone. So Okay, so we're shutting her down. All right. If you would <laughs> like to reach out to us, we are on Twitter at UnknownReadPod. I have a personal Twitter handle where I am at 99.9% of the time. It's at Frey Adjacent. We have an email, unknownregionspod at gmail.com. Colin's on Instagram at Colin underscore MJ underscore Whitlick. And we are both on Facebook. Um, Yo. Next weekend is the perfect storm of I ain't going to have time to record with you, probably. Oh, Okay. Um, your sister is okay. graduating. Mm-hmm. That's going to take up all of Saturday and some of Sunday because then we have to go to graduation parties for uh, her friends. Um, um, and also, there's a little there's a little song dropping on Friday that is that I'm going to oh. be very very into and probably is it only one song? It's one song, bro. <laughs> I thought it was an album, dude. No, 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 no. It's one song. <laughs> oh no, dude! Sorry, we're talking about BTS. Uh, in well, case wait, you don't know, a, my latest obsession. Um, is it? I thought it was an album, dude. I thought I thought this was. I well, okay. Is this a song from an album? It's coming out. I very very highly suspect, along with every other person in the world, that yes, there's they're going to announce there's an album coming out very soon. Um, and butter will be on that album, but. Friday is just the one is just butter dropping. That's it. I know. It's in, it's incredible. And also, um, there's BTS McDonald's. We have to go to McDonald's this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. But I'm just all of this is to say unclear if we're going to be able to record this weekend about episode yeah. four. I mean, we're not recording. We didn't record this episode this weekend. Well, right, I mean, as because... long as we record an episode before the next one, we're relevant. Okay, I'm just saying it might drop these next. This one's dropping late. Next one might drop a little late. Um, thank you for listening. If you are still bothering to to follow yeah, our ridiculous schedule, I wouldn't have listened to this episode. Um, oh, it's oh, you mean our, oh? Our schedule is there is no schedule. Like we've always said Yo, that, you ch- but truly, you check the, you check those download numbers though, dude. I haven't lately. I haven't. Oh, we're um, approaching four thousand. So. That's insane. To me. Yeah, I feel like there's gotta be. I feel like ninety percent of that has to be bots. There's no <laughs> way. I would. I would, dude. After the first episode of this oh podcast, All right, I would have been like, "Let's not talk about how much we suck." Can we not? <laughs> no, I'm talking about me, dude. I'm talking about me. We are very um, grateful for every single person that oh, has yes. bothered and taken taken time out of their actual existences to listen to our nonsense <laughs> we're we could not be more grateful oh and um little note about star wars celebration oh. got moved from august to may which is yeah very it's like right in the middle of colin's um 
quarter now. So um, we're going to try to make it happen. We're going to try to still go. Yes. To celebration I'll do my best. Because honestly, this was going to be the celebration where we were really going to party, dar- party hardy because you're 21. I have Whoa. my karaoke songs all picked out. We really need to go. Dude. We really need to go. So have we talked about that on here? No, because I'm not telling oh, anyone man. what my karaoke selections are. Well, we haven't even talked about the whole. It's a secret. The whole. Well, we haven't even mentioned the karaoke thing, right? Well, I mean, that's assuming that we might go to karaoke while we're at celebration. I mean, we could make that happen. Definitely, I'm sure I can talk <laughs> people into doing it. It would not be that big of a challenge. Um, Why do you have to do it, man? But we're—I'm a little upset that they moved celebration. That really sucks. It was going to be very easy for both of us to go in August, May, Memorial Day weekend. Ugh. Yuck! Like I—I'm <laughs> very mad about it. But we're still going to try our best to make sure, sure. we get to go. Okay. For sure. For sure. Okay. We're really ending this episode at this point. <laughs> we're really okay. truly ending it. All right. Um, All right. Please join us whenever the next episode drops, which could be, you know, we could surprise you. It could be this week. Out of nowhere. Just it could be Monday, like, could boom. be Tuesday, could be Wednesday. We could be super late. Um, hopefully not. <laughs> could be next month. Um, but thank you kidding. for listening and thank you for joining yes. us as always. Um, hey, Colin. Yo. See you around, kid. Peace. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regions Podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.